0: And Mud Show is on News Radio 610 WIOT. DeSantis said at the National Conference of State Legislatures, quote, Today, for the first time in the history of Florida, we've now overtaken Democrats. Yeah, it happened. And the state came out with the information so we can all see, and it's happened. We'll talk about that and the implications here momentarily. You know, it's funny. I was actually talking uh, with my wife, Ashley, about this last night uh, because we're you know, finalizing plans for the holidays, including Christmas. And it's been a tradition. recent years. My dad, my, my, my father, is up uh, way before any of the rest of us. And he's the impatient one on Christmas morning. And he'll crank up what he knows is, is Ashley's favorite music, Mannheim Steamroller Christmas. And uh, the volume slowly rises to the point to where y- y- we're not going to be sleeping. And uh, so anyway, the the sounds of Christmas. It is tradition for for sure. And we've got something pretty cool. Mannheim Steamroller Christmas by Chip Davis is uh, coming here. It's coming to Hard Rock Live and the 24th, which, I mean, you know, we're talking here just next week. And it's next Wednesday, right? I mean, that's awesome. You think about it because, you know, right before Thanksgiving, you you get the family together, you go do Mannheim Steamroller Christmas at the, at the Hard Rock. Anyway, um, we got four-pack tickets for you right now. I mean, you don't even have to buy these. You just need to be the six caller at 866-610-6397, and they're yours. Four-pack of tickets to go see Mannheim Steamroller Christmas, again, coming up next Wednesday, Hard Rock Live and... A $300 gift certificate to the Rise Restaurant inside the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. It's pretty awesome. All right, joining us to talk about Florida's political landscape, Barry University's esteemed Dr. Sean Foreman. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing well. It's Friday. Thanks, Brian. How are you? You uh you you said some important things there, including it being Friday, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing well, and you know, given my preferences in life, I'm also happy about this particular story as well. It's been a long time coming. I mean, it's something we've all been watching. It's it's kind of like the Austin Powers, you know, scene where you know the steamrollers coming, and you can see it's going to happen. It's just you know a matter of it getting there. So, uh, you know, you go back. It, it is a remarkable transformation, though, and in, in perspective. So. Going back to 1978, the peak of the Democrats' reign in Florida, you had over 1.6 million more registered Democrats than Republicans in the state of Florida. And now you have just over 4,000 more registered Republicans. I mean that that turnaround over the uh, the recent decades really has been something.
1: It really is remarkable and that slow-moving steamroller is a good visual. Uh, uh, Democrats didn't think this day was coming; they thought that they would be able to outrun what was coming um, but the numbers don't lie, although some people want to say in the Democratic Party that there's some stretching the numbers, which we can mention uh but it really is remarkable um I remember meeting a gentleman named Stanley Tate who helped start the Florida. Prepaid college fund, among other things, advisor to the Bushes and so on. Stanley Tate talked about when he registered as a Republican back in the 1950s in Florida, he was like number five. Wow. The registration in the state. Yeah. Wow. And come a long way. And, you know, there are many reasons for those things. But more recently, as you say, um, you know, in the past couple of decades, Democrats have had about a million People, uh, registration advantage. Then it was about a half million. Then it was down to about, um, 200,000 and 100,000 last election. And they thought they would be able to keep, um, registering at a greater rate, but it's not happening. And as of the end of October, we see more registered Republicans in the state of Florida than Democrats. Even as more people are choosing uh, no party affiliation or independent uh, at a faster rate than both of the parties, there are now officially more uh, identified Republicans and Democrats in the state of Florida.
0: You just brought up the next point I wanted to address with you. So NPAs, obviously, are a huge part, nearly 30 percent of the voter registrants in our state now. And to that end... They ultimately, how they break, decide elections. Now, we know a lot of NPAs lean one way or another. And to that end, the reason why, with Democrats having had such a profound voter registration lead until recent years, that Florida had been a swing state, is because most commonly NPAs would break towards the right. There had been rare exceptions. You could take a look at the presidential election in 2008, for example, to a lesser extent, 2012 But for the most part, you go back over 30 years, and the the reason why Republicans have dominated statewide races has been because of those NPAs. And so, you know, in in context, it's not really just that Republicans just did cross Democrats. It, It really feels like it's a much larger advantage for Republicans than perhaps the numbers would suggest, doesn't it? probably
1: so yes because that that's always the x factor those uh, no party npas knowing which way they're going to break and you know one of the narratives is well whoever wins those independents wins the election uh, another narrative is you you bring out more of your party voters um and you split the independents and that's how you win the election uh, but even with the numbers disadvantage as we know republicans have have won all the governors races since 90 uh 4 or 98 uh, and uh, all the all but one uh, cabinet race in this century uh they've dominated up and down the ballot they've been able republicans to shape redistricting in 2000 and 2010 and will be currently as we speak shaping the districts in a way that legally uh, I presume when it's all said and done favors Republicans to get more elections. But so structurally Republicans have been doing well, but now again the numbers back it up and uh it looks like we may not be a, a swing state anymore moving forward. Um And, you know, the other thing is, real quick, I'll say, Brian, is if I don't know if you ever talked to this guy from SOS, Save Our State, uh, worried that Republicans were giving things away as we have people moving from New Jersey or California down here, right, that they become Democrats. But I didn't believe that premise when it came out because I did see that we were seeing as many people coming from New York or Illinois or elsewhere and registering as Republican. And so it's not just the people in the state, but also the transplants that are driving these numbers, it appears.
0: Sean, we're, we're so on the same page about this stuff. That's literally where I was going to go next is the narrative killer about people fleeing blue states. And I'll simply use my family as an example. I'm the only member of my family, including my immediate family, who is not from New York. And to that end, the Republicans are in Florida. The Democrats are still in New York. And that really is what it gets down to, right? It's not that you've had You know, so many Democrats that have been fleeing, you know, their their blue states. I mean, it seems like for the most part, they're down for the cause and staying there. And we're gaining people who either are not terribly partisan or are Republicans that are fleeing those states.
1: I think that's right. People come here for the weather, but they also come here for the economic conditions, for the no state income tax, for more favorable uh, regulations and laws on businesses. Uh, so, uh, again, I think we, we have more business-minded people coming here than people that are moving here to get social services from Florida. Um, and, yeah, at the end of the day, you know how people are gonna actually vote, regardless of registration. I'll point out that, uh, you know, we did vote to restore the rights of former felons to vote. We, we've done medical marijuana, uh, you know, and some other more liberal issues and referendums, even while uh, Republicans win, win statewide. So, so issues and candidates are going to matter, but it is going to be a lot harder for Democrats. They didn't follow through on their goals of registering X number of people since 2018 under, under Andrew Gillum. Um, and again, they, I think they're surprised that this happened. They thought their efforts would keep ahead of Republican pace. Uh, but the reality is now the numbers have caught up with where the state has been rolling for the past couple of decades
0: well um you know gillum made real good use of those campaign donations to uh to register voters he uh he, he definitely sniffs out a, a few voters here and there i think um yeah the
1: proof is in the pudding
0: <laughs> barry university's dr sean foreman happy thanksgiving to you sean thank you brian happy thanksgiving to you all right we'll talk to you again soon and All right, we'll have Erica see what she's working on for noon. And today's Q&A of the day, do unvaxed Floridians in the workforce still have to worry after yesterday's bill signing? We'll talk about that next here at the Brian Mud Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.